Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name is AJ Kearns, and I am proud to be your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring some of our favorite beers and breweries to life. This week's episode is no different except the fact that this artist brings so many brews and breweries and beers and just amazing projects to life. We came to learn of Maggie Gagliardi through her work with our good friends at Front Porch Brewing, but the beauty of it is she's done so much more. She's worked with Two Roads, she's worked with Collective Arts Brewing, and she's just doing a lot of great stuff with a lot of other breweries as well. She's just recently had a show at Art in the Back, which is a part of Three Sheets, which is a a wonderful bar in New Haven, Connecticut that we've grown to love and just appreciate everything that Sarah and the team there is doing. They're just a wonderful group of people who have a great vision, and we continue to tease it, but in December, we'll be doing a project together with them that we cannot wait to announce with you in, you know, it's sooner than later, but I would say the next couple of weeks, we'll be able to update you on that and something else that we're doing uh, this, I guess, I don't say it's summer, but probably at the end of summer, more like late September, October, and it's just going to be another great event that we're, you know, really proud that we'll be able to put on for you. So we're just going to keep teasing it, keep fucking it a little bit, but... We want to really, uh, you know, just focus on this episode. We think it's just going to be another, you know, great one because the work that Maggie's doing, you know, is just really just some truly, truly special. So the goal of this episode is not only to introduce you to Maggie and the work that she's doing, you know, Mag's art, M-A-G-Z art on Instagram and Maggie with a lot of G's, M-A-G-G-E, G-A-G-L-I-A-R-D-I.com. Bam! Triple word score. MaggieGagliardi.com. Check it out. But we really just, you know, this is episode, you know, we come across these, you know, throughout our adventures. You know, somebody who just works really hard, is passionate about their work, who lives it, breathes it, is extremely talented, you know, multifaceted, multimedia. And not only that, she's giving back. You know, she's a teacher. You know, I just have a, you know, in my heart of hearts, down to my core, I think that teaching is probably one of the purest and most powerful and beautiful and important professions in the world. You know, I think it's just one of the most underappreciated things, you know, hands down, doesn't matter really whether you're teaching music or gym or English or science or art. These are people who are giving up their time to literally make the world a better place, plant seeds for people and, you know, see what happens in the future. So not only is Maggie creating her own, you know, unique adventures, you know, literally and figuratively with her, you know, Sasquatch squad. Say that seven times fast, and we won't do that for you, but, you know, the Squatch squad, Squatch squad, Squatch squad, um, on her website just really shows that, you know, her vivid imagination, the way she literally brings these characters to life, and just, uh, just a, you know, really chill, good vibe, positive person, and, um, you know, please get a chance to check out, check out her work and, you know, let her know we sent you. We don't know how you got here. We do appreciate that you're here with us. We hope you're enjoying the adventure. If you see things that you like, you know, please tip your bartender. But check out the website, 16ozcanvas.com, and then we're 16ozcanvas on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And then we use that hashtag, tic-tac-toe, pound sign, on all of our photos. You can just see some wonderful things going out there. People are it's kind of a, a polite way to, you know, nudge and say, hey, check this shit out or check this artist out. And we're, you know, we're rocking and rolling. We'll be announcing season 11 soon. Season 12 is filling up as we speak. And so we're just really blessed. It's a, it's a wonderful experience. You know, really proud to be a part of it together. If you haven't, if you can, if you would, if you should, maybe, please, could you, you know, leave a comment. Drop an email, leave a like, retweet, share that. But, you know, if you're over there on the iTunes or Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, leave a comment or just, you know, spread the word. You know, this is really nice, you know, especially with the summertime and we driving, you know, with the fucking price of gas going up, like it's going. But, hey, this is not a political podcast. But, you know, you're driving, you know, driving, I'm driving, I'm driving. Hey, look at me, I'm driving in my car. Do, 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 do. You know, and just, you know, pop us in. You know, take us on the adventure. We pair well with open roads. We pair well with... Barbecues, hangs, craft beer, shitty beer, wine, booze, friends, family, you know, the likes, random and acquaintances. So 
we are truly blessed. We're doing something special here. And, you know, if you're listening to this and you've bought into that and you believe in what we're doing, you're part of this community, yeah, I will take the opportunity in the future to shake your hand and thank you. So without being uh, too rambling on, you know, we've definitely uh, hit our mark here. and We're going to get into it. Episode 111. So when we started, we thought, wow, maybe we can get one episode. And now we have 110 more. And they're all they're all special. They're all my children. They're all my family. We love them all. We'll do whatever we can to help each and every one of them grow as artists, as people. And hopefully you'll dig this one. So without further ado, the amazingly talented, the extremely humble, the inspiring, badass, squatch-creating, teaching future generations, beer label-making, the one and only Miss Maggie Gagliardi right here on the 16-ounce canvas. Okay, you know it. It's the Art of Craft Beer Podcast, right? You got it. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer Podcast. I'm very excited to have with us another Connecticut-based artist, my hometown. Uh, well, not my hometown, my new home state. Sorry about that. Uh, checking in from West Hartford, we have the extremely talented and busy Maggie Gagliardi. Thanks so much for you know joining us today, Maggie. Like I said, you're... Uh, you are busy, and we got you on your rare days off from your uh, moving and shaking, so thank you so much. Thanks for having me. What I love about you is, you know, your your profile and you know, your artwork is, is is killer. It's really great. You, you know, it's really distinct, and it's diverse. You know, you really, uh, your profiles and your your pieces really are have a diversity. You know, you use different techniques and styles, and you're, you're connected with so many different breweries. Um, it's just really... Uh, it's really just kind of a testament to, you know, all your hard work and what you're doing out there. So, you know, thank you again for, for making time to be part of the project. And thank you. Glad to be a part of it. And it's, guys, we'll, we'll get to your, your beer stuff. Obviously, you know, you've done work with, you know, the guys over at Front Porch. You know, you have an art show right now at, you know, Three Sheets with Art in the Back, Collective Arts, uh, Sound View. So it's just, uh, it's really nice to see. And there's a great article right now on uh, Thirsty Bastards uh, about your work. Yeah, totally. So for folks at home, um, this you know the this might probably be the hardest part of your experience is spelling Maggie's first name. So uh, when, you, when you go to her website, it's M A G G E G A G L I A R D I dot com, and a much easier way to remember that is M A G Z A R T on Instagram. So we'll promote that. We'll plug it. We'll link it up. So you just sit back and relax, enjoy the episode. But we will be plugging uh, Maggie's websites and what she's up to throughout the episode. So, with that out of the way, all the administrative stuff, Maggie, kind of what's your, you know, let's kind of uh, let's focus on you. What's your story? You know, how did you kind of find your your calling, which was uh, you know a perfect fit, you know, for you uh, to be an artist because you're you're killer. How, how did you how did you discover that or commit to it? Oh man, that question. Um, yeah, this is the part where I just sit back. Yeah, this, this is the part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go as far back as you like. If you remember the little sketch you made at the kitchen table, like this is where I just kind of, you know, if we we're if it was if it was an appropriate hour of the day, I'd kick back with a beer. But um, you know, I'll just have my coffee. <laughs> you don't have to say what hour of the day it is. Um, but yeah, uh, so I probably have been drawing since I've been walking. I mean, I'm pretty sure my first words were writer, writer, writer as far as I'm told. Um, so yeah, I've been drawing all my life uh, through school. Um, actually, I played a lot of sports and kind of got distracted from art when I was in like high school. And then finally it called me back right around the time I was about to go to college. Um, I ended up going to the School of Visual Arts in New York City for animation, traditional animation, not the CGI stuff. So um, that's kind of where a lot of my stuff originated from, just that basis in character design and character art. I mean, most of my stuff, even to this day, is character-oriented. Um, so knowing how to draw stuff at all different angles, from movement, different poses, different expressions, that's kind of my base um, in doing animation. I actually discovered that it's really boring. <laughs> um, most of the time I spent drawing other people's characters and not necessarily designing my own. That's when I decided to take a step back and focus more on the character design, the preliminary like element of art. So I switched majors to illustration um, and then I 
transferred schools. I went to Para College of Art, which is a local art school in Hamden, Connecticut, where I got my undergrad in illustration. Um, and in coming from there, I always tell people I'm classically trained as a fine artist, too, because I can work in any possible medium, in any style, um, in a variety of different mediums. So I got it all down from there. The only thing I didn't really get out of undergrad was the digital platform. Um, that's something I kind of had to figure out for myself, and that's where I landed today. But uh, after undergrad, I got my master's degree in illustration from the University of Hartford, which is in West Hartford, Connecticut. And um, I did their program. It's a two and a half year program, uh, low residency, which means you get to travel all over the country with like-minded individuals um, and just make a lot of cool art and meet a lot of cool people. And I still have some really great friends that I work with today from back then. So it was probably one of the best experiences of my life um, and definitely propelled me into the world I'm in now. Um, I teach. I teach at Sacred Heart University. I teach digital illustration and I teach at the New Hampshire Institute of Art, uh, which is in Manchester, New Hampshire. So I drive up there once a week for a senior portfolio class. And at Sacred Heart, I teach their digital illustration program. That's um, awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of driving, <laughs> but it's totally worth it because like as an artist, I always say we're in our studio, we're working by ourselves. You can get into your head and lose focus, but having the ability to be around other creatives, whether they're student or fellow faculty, like it really makes a difference for me just to like talk to people, um, share what I'm doing, help them with what they're doing. It's definitely a really cool community to be a part of. and. Again, in that world, just like in the art world, somehow everybody knows everybody. Um, but yeah, I've also been doing freelance for like 13 years now. Uh, I actually started as an undergrad, my own freelance business, um, and it's kind of, and you know, it's roller coaster effect throughout the years. Um, it's not until like a few years ago, um, well, I'll put it this way, I've always wanted to draw monsters. And I was always told, oh, no, 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 do like a children's book, do something that's marketable. But something in me always, like, always had an interest in folklore and mystery and character in the strange and bizarre. So I always had this on the back burner, this idea of drawing monsters. Um, and I was sitting on the couch with my friend uh, Ryan O'Rourke, who teaches with me at New Hampshire Institute of Art, another awesome illustrator. And we're just talking about, you know, shared interests like this. And all of a sudden, the idea of Spaghetti Yeti came to mind. Um, and that was kind of the thing that propelled me into this world of monsters that I've always dreamed of. And not only that, but the world of beer that was an unknown thing to me until then and kind of just grew <laughs> based off this one monster. Um, this one monster has turned into a 20 monster series of which I am at number 13, I believe, but, uh, it's definitely taken some time. It's in year number three. They take like three months each to complete. Um, and those monsters, I have actually five of them on collective art scans, which is really cool. But from those monsters, uh, I have a couple different styles I play around with again, mostly Photoshop, um, but I actually do specialize in vector, which is a whole other thing. But I did a monster for two roads. I had their con artist 2017 winner, the Hop King I did for them. Um, and then I have this other style, which is actually the style I work with Front Porch with, which is more detailed and rendered. So I'm kind of able to figure out more than one way to create these creatures that live in my brain and have them come to life i love yeah i love um, them i love them. yeah if, if you go to maggie's website it's under the squash squad you know you've got the the pine cone you know cone you know, kind of woodsy guy i think my well, my current favorite right now it goes back and forth is the paper airplane one i think that one is just so i just love them because they're so there's the, the depth of them is you know like you look from afar you see the monster but then as you go in you're like holy shit like that's a they're paper airplanes or I think it's cabbage or some sort of leafy vegetable for one of them. And yeah. And then squash, which is like, it's a spaghetti meatballs guy. 
or girl, person, <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's it's really just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's great. I think, and they're super detailed, but they're they're fun and exciting. And to your point before, I, th- I think now is a great time to be an artist because I think, you know, we're probably a little different in age. I think, you know, years ago, it was, like you were saying before, do a children's book. But, like, I'm a father. I have two boys, five and eight. And some of their best books are these weird characters. They're, like, they're not your traditional, like, you know, you know, mom and dad or, you know, boy, girl, like even like, look at the cartoons, like all the, you know, they're just, it's just a great time to have these more unique characters. And I think we're more accepting in, in general as a society, but I mean, where the wild things are is one of the greatest books of all time. And those are scary ass monsters. Right. So I think that, um, oh, yeah. I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad that you're sharing the squad with us. They're awesome. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're the actual, the show at three sheets is actually everything I have of them right now. But yeah, Maurice Sentek, definitely an inspiration. And just the idea that they're, you know, when you look at them, you think they're cool and they're cute, but then you look a little closer and like, these are kind of scary. Um, my plan for it is to put it into like a coffee table book, like a collection of the series. Um, I don't know how well it would work as a children's book because, you know, the Sea Squatch is, he's a scary dude. Um, <laughs> even the Skunk Cabbage a little bit like, creepy so it's gonna be just like a collection with like a little poem that goes with each one uh they're actually each one is based off bigfoot folklore from around the world so every culture has one and they all have these bizarre names so what i've been doing is taking the name of each monster and like figuring out a rhyme or like an alliteration or something that rhythmically rhythmically goes with the name of the original monster and just kind of creating a pun off of it. So it's, it's been fun. That's for sure. It's been punny. Yeah. Very punny. <laughs> very punny. Yes. You you um, should hang out with my eight year old. He's in a weird, there's a, and if you're a parent and your, and your children ever mentions this YouTube channel, immediately block it. It's called annoying orange. <laughs> it's one of the worst things that's ever happened to my life, but it's, oh, it's like a walk. It's, I mean, it's literally like, puns on puns on puns and so my son i would say he hits like one out of ten and the other nine they're they're so bad they're hilarious like he just forces yeah so yeah i'm uh when i want to let him know about your puns he'll, he'll be cracking up so perfect so he might be a good <laughs> test market for the uh the kids book i don't know i, I think it's interesting because some of these books that that the kids love are just you know they're definitely way different than when i you know when i was a kid and i, I just i don't know however this comes to a book i think I think this the, the folks would love it. I mean, I know that I would uh, put me down for put me down for a couple copies now. Gotcha. And what I love about how you've entered the beer scene, obviously, is I think what the folks do at Collective Arts. You know, we're trying we're, we have to connect with them. We keep saying that, but I just love the fact that they allow you to literally bring your your squad to life in these cans, and the fact that they've used multiple members of the of the squad on on, on the cans is. It's just a testament to you know how 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 awesome your work is you know just to simplify it I think that and they do a great job of that is finding people like yourself and you know now folks all over the world are you know enjoying your your artwork with with great beer so it's a it's a, it's a win, win win yeah I mean it's it's so cool and like every time they contact me to tell me I have a different can it's like a shock every time because I'm never expecting it I just kind of I throw them in there because I have them. I don't expect anything. I kind of forget about it just with every competition you enter. <laughs> Otherwise, you dwell. But, yeah, it's, like, amazing every time. They're like, hey, we chose this one. Like, oh, sweet. Um, but they are really awesome. They're, like, I've been in contact with a bunch of people out of there from reps to creative directors. I'm actually working with um, Ryan Tebalt right now. He's the creative director up there, and we are going to be bringing a mural to downtown New Haven. So that will be coming very soon um, at Elm City Social. Oh, excellent. one of the rooftop bars in New Haven. So very cool. I think I'll be starting that in the next coming weeks. So oh, that's great, yeah. To look forward to. Yeah, you know? and you, and yeah, and you just... Didn't you do one? I mean, I don't want to... Can we talk about the one you did up in Maine? Or is that... Were you able to... I mean, oh, Yeah. Um, Austin Street Brewery contacted me, um, and they also like the paper plane guy uh, from Collective Arts. So they wanted something similar 
to that for their new Fox Street location. So they actually hired me to create a three-dimensional mural. It's not up yet, but it will be going up this summer. And what it is is, because they're you know, near the Casco Bay, it's called Aluminum Can Cassie, the sea monster of Casco Bay. And with the pun there, she's made out of aluminum cans. Ah, right. <laughs> she is by far the biggest monster I have made to date. She's about eight foot long. Um, and she's being printed by Creative Dimensions in Cheshire. So it's a fun project, something new. Uh, and she's going to be movable, I think. So her arms will move, her head will move. Ah. It'll definitely be <laughs> something new and fresh. All right, good. We'll, we'll we'll talk. We have something. Well, we go to Maine every summer, so that's. I mean, we're up there. We're up there in my, uh, beginning of March, and we'll. And I usually do at least a week, so we try to get there as many times as I can. But and we love what they're doing. Austin Street. We've had Hugh McCormick who does their branding over there. You know, he's been a guest before, and Maine's becoming kind of our, our second home. But we're doing something pretty big in Maine. I can't can't disclose yet, but we will definitely we will definitely update you offline. So. That's what we call a teaser, folks. That's what we call a teaser, folks. <laughs> Even yeah, so we're uh, we're excited about that. So, what is you know you, since you're mixed mediums, what is your you know normal process like? Do you are you do you start with a sketch? You know, or, you know how, how are you? Obviously, it's probably part of your class, so all your students are probably like I've already heard this. But like, what's your what's the what's the <laughs> what's what's the process like for those of us who uh, aren't over there at uh, Sacred Heart University? which is right around the corner from where uh, my wife teaches, which is pretty awesome. So Nice, nice. Yeah, it's a very nice school. Yeah, she, um, she has a mentor program uh, with the university students and the elementary school. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Full circle. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Us locals, we all, you know, intermingle. <laughs> <laughs> um, in regards to process, um, you know, mine's probably close or different to everybody else's depends on what I'm doing. Usually it's, it's the idea, which usually comes to me when I'm driving and kind of spacing out on my long drives. That's um, what I was thinking. I was thinking like, it's kind of perfect because you're going to all the, like one of the th things for me, I mean, New England is so beautiful. And so you're, there's a lot of driving where you're just looking at all these different changes of seasons. I mean, just coming from all over the place. So that must give you a lot of time to to kind of space out, obviously focusing on the road. Uh, <laughs> right. You don't have the point. I mean, where I know you, my route's a, like yeah. the back of my hand. Now. Yeah. You don't have a driver yet. You're not, you're not that big yet, but we'll get, we'll get you. There. <laughs> oh, I wish. Um, but yeah, usually I'll listen to like lore podcast or some kind of crime podcast for a little while. I can't listen for too long. Murder gets you in the murder. Murder gets you in the it's mood not, to draw. I mean, murder it's more like the mystery that's why i always tell people that this bigfoot thing is so fun like people make fun of me they're like oh you're obsessed with bigfoot i'm really not it's just that he allows for so much imagination to come through because honestly nobody really knows what he looks like if it even exists that means i can draw the same thing five hundred thousand different times and still say it's him so that's the beauty of like the mystery you never know what happened or what's going to happen or what exists and what doesn't. So that's kind of how I can keep pulling from these weird <laughs> creatures. Um, but in terms of like actual working process, um, I do the sketch first. Usually my sketches are very quick and very sloppy to the point where it's usually only me that can understand it or for like the monsters, I literally just sketch out like a pose made out of shape just to get the uh, motion down of each character. And each character has to be in a different pose for this series to work. Um, then for the monsters, I kind of just wing it. <laughs> I just pick a starting point and start drawing and whatever comes out of the pen comes out of the pen. That's the magic of those where some of the more refined stuff I actually take the time and plot out like my colors, um, my values and the composition more, um, like the front porch stuff, like that takes a little more refining than the monsters do because there's limited line versus the tons of lines that kind of, you don't know where your eyes are going to go. So it doesn't matter if I make a mistake kind of art. Um, but I also do 
like I can do realistic digital painting, which you don't like to do because you know that's what photography is for. Um, I'd like to play on more of the original stuff, uh, but I also do a lot of vector work, um, which is Adobe Illustrator, which a lot of people, a lot of illustrators tend not to like because it takes a different like mindset to get into. More designers will work with vector uh, when they're creating their illustrations, but I have somehow figured out a way to make it work for me just by shape and line and gradient to bring a totally different style against my Photoshop style. So definitely a lot of options. Uh, I don't do that much traditional work anymore just because of time constraints um, with the traveling and all the projects, deadlines have to be in. <laughs> pretty quickly. Uh, so every once in a while, I'll take on a traditional piece. I did a triple portrait for, since speaking of Maine, uh, the High Roller Lobster Co. Yeah, that was that. the last traditional piece I did, <laughs> and it took me quite some time. Um, and then the next one will be this mural, which will be large scale, which for some reason always takes less time than small scale traditional for okay. me. Now, do, uh, I always envision, like, because you have, you're going and you have to go to teach these classes. Do you, has there been times where you're driving and you can't wait to draw and you're kind of like, oh, I got to do this, like, I have to be a teacher, like, professional, and you really want to get your idea out on paper, like, or on quote-unquote paper? <laughs> that's that's the beauty of teaching digital. I can do it as a demo. Uh, that's so great. Oh, <laughs> uh, look at that. Actually, yeah, I do a lot of, I actually... I share with my class like every project I'm working on so they can follow me from start to finish on what I'm doing. And I can also, you know, be like, hey, I'm at this point with my project. Are you getting that one done? So it's kind of a win-win. Uh, -win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keeps them on their toes. It's like, oh, I have like three things coming out this week. What do you got? What yeah, project right. did you do? I don't have any time. I'm, any still, yeah. I'm so busy. It's like, really? You're busy, huh? I just drove here 100 and, you know, 120 <laughs> miles in my car today. I did this and this and this. Where are you at? Boom. Yeah. Oh, oh I slept in late. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. I. It's like you're wearing the clothes you wore yesterday to class. Like, what's what's up with that? Yeah. But no, but, yeah, I, but, I, but I think one thing which I, I love the idea of you being a teacher is I think that with this new community that's really kind of it's a new generation and really you know new opportunities for people i think that you're you're literally i mean obviously you're teaching them and they're learning techniques and style but like you're literally inspiring them every day because they can follow along with you and see that it's plausible it's not easy you know there's no shortcuts but it's a really it's possible to to do it and i i just i commend you for that because you're literally impacting change and making making the world a better place because of that and that's that's awesome yeah, that, I mean, that's kind of my goal in it. Like, I think as artists, I never feel like I'm pitted against anybody. I feel like we're all a community supporting each other and hoping each person does the best they can do for themselves. Um, obviously, my biggest competition is myself from my previous piece. So I always have to one-up myself. I'm never actually competing against anybody else. But for students, yeah, I think it's a good thing for them to see like how hard it actually is because it is a tough business to be in like the creative field is it's something else um and not everybody can do it you have to have a certain mindset to <laughs> not get too stressed out all the time uh, we definitely have our moments but um it takes a lot of hard work and it definitely takes uh the type of person that has a really intense sense of drive to actually like make this happen, which sometimes I don't know how I do it half the time. I think I go into like robot mode, face out, just get it done. <laughs> but it gets done. It always gets done. And that's what I tell my students too. Like when they're stressing out about a project, it's going to get done. It's going to get done on time because really you have no other option. So they seem to take that to heart. And I've had a really good group of students this semester um, at Sacred Heart and New Hampshire, looking forward. They're mostly seniors, so they're all going to be graduating and going out into the world, and hopefully they can figure some things out and get themselves going in the business. But, you know, I always, like, leave it open for them to contact me anytime, and I'm always trying to push projects on people when I can, so it's good. 
enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think it is. I think it's great, and I, it's it's like you're saying, it allows them to to see it happen. And but also, I think that sometimes you know, good advice doesn't always have to be warm and fuzzy. Like they see how hard it is, and if they're if they really want to do it, they can because of your social, they seeing, you know, seeing your projects, you know, estimating what their projects take, like seeing, okay, you know, Maggie has these four products she's working on. She probably is spending, you know, 50, 60, 70 hours a week, you know, on all these things. And no one's there to, to you know, she has these deliverables, but a lot of that's kind of like, some people can get some, you know, work at the 11th hour and they do really well that way, or other people work over a longer time frame. So I think that, it, it, it gives you the you know the educational but the the real life kind of piece which I think a lot of times in university you know lacks it's a lot of theory but to see it in action is, is a whole nother you know value set yeah and too when when you see your students succeed it's like definitely a proud mom feel <laughs> yeah it's like oh they did it so yeah. proud yeah and what you said before about the competing like we get a lot of recommendations but we, and it's, it's, and a lot of times they come from other artists. Like, Hey, do you know my friend? Or even earlier when you mentioned your friend, Ryan, like that was, that was, that was a genuine, like, you know, support and positive thing. It's, it's not like a sports thing where it's like, I want to, I have to be better than him to be the person. No one's saying, Oh, I make the best circles. And this guy's the, you know, I make better vector <laughs> art than this guy. It's like, you know, it it's, it's, it's legit. And genuine it's 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 wonderful if, i mean if we could have more of that just you know as a blanket statement you know just people being generally happy for others versus you know i have to be you know pushed to be better than you you know we can both be great together you know i think that would just it's just a wonderful it's just a wonderful message and so i think that hopefully yeah. folks see that because it's mm-hmm. it's really not i mean it, it, like i said i would say the last couple seasons, I would say, you know, a good amount of those, which is awesome for me. I don't have to do a lot of research work, but it's like, hey, check this guy out. Or, hey, have you, have you spoken to so-and-so? And it's awesome. I love it. So, yeah. Good, good. Yeah, I think if it is like even, you know, collective arts, it's a collective of artists and creatives working together to support artists. Like they're putting us in the biggest gallery in the world right now, which is the liquor store shelves, which is hilarious but it's true like I go in there just to look at all the different designs and you know you pick your choice just based on what you think looks cool versus necessarily reading all the ingredients and stuff I mean not only there but like in any store so it's really cool to see how art is being taken to a whole nother place um but even like front porch like I'm not the only artist there there's a bunch of different artists that they pull from and they're all local and I've made some great friends just meeting the other artists that work for them. Like uh, Mike Miglietta, he does, he did uh, Ego Death, which is really cool. Uh, we're buddies now because of that. Like I got hooked up with him to when I first got uh, in contact with Front Porch to see what he did for them and how he approached it. And then we kind of started this drink and draw night with my other friend, Tom Drew, um, at counterweight, which was kind of fun. So oh, it's, cool. it's just a cool thing to be a part of. Hell yeah. And yeah. no, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's really, yeah, that's perfect. I mean, yeah, I, I remember, I think I met Ryan and those guys when they used to, well, a couple of them used to work at one of the, I think Amity wine and spirits over by New England brewing company. And yeah, then they were doing, they did smoke in the valley as you know as a home brewer and you know from there it's just been wonderful to really see how that's kind of evolved and now i mean they're working their asses off you know and a lot of them work on their jobs too so it's always cool to see them in like other roles but they're always in and then any free time they have they're supporting their other like it's kind of similar to the artist vibe you know the the crew over at the beer you know they're always supporting each other and so it, it was cool it's been it's just been a wonderful experience <laughs> And we are back. Yeah, another great episode. I'm really enjoying, you know, sharing this one with you, letting you learn more about Maggie, her adventures, her experiences. I mean, the work that she's doing is really great. She's just really aligned with some great breweries, some great people. She's really passionate, like we spoke about before, and it just really resonated with me. And hopefully, you know, you're feeling the, the, the same 
same love there. So Mags Art on Instagram with a Z. And then MaggieGagliardi.com is the website. You can find more information. Go to your local package store. Head on over to the Beerix front porch. You know, we'll be seeing some of her work later in the year up in Maine. You know, she's just rocking and rolling, and we hopefully, you know, be coming to a uh, a cooler or refrigerator near you soon with some of her amazing, you know, art pieces. So this is another another positive episode, another great story. Always great to be able to support Connecticut. We have uh, a lot of great artists here in Connecticut. One of the good hashtags you want to see what's going on with that is CT Beer. We try to use that one whenever possible. And we're really at a point, we have so many artists in Connecticut, as we talked about, that we're going to be doing in a Connecticut-only event you know, later in the year. So stay tuned for more information about that. Really excited. We are putting together another event in Maine later in the year. We'll give you updated information about that probably next few weeks. So a lot of great things happening, really trying to take it up to the next level, really bring you know these artists to the masses really spread the word keep that positive uh, you know energy going out there and we'd love to hear from you my name is aj we're at 16 ounce canvas.com so shoot me an email aj at 160zcanvas.com we'd love to hear from you we thank you for all the recommendations and leads as i say and i know it might sound like a broken record but it makes my life a lot easier so i thank all of you for doing that what's new let us know we'd love to hear from you keep in touch don't be a stranger but This is not about me. This is Maggie's episode. I will get us right back into it. This is episode 111, which is just an amazing number. I love it. You know, nothing's been more exciting. Well, not nothing, but I mean, one of the more exciting pieces is when we introduce people to the podcast and I say, oh yeah, we have a little over 100 episodes and they kind of look at me like, holy shit, like I I was thinking maybe, you know, a dozen. So each season is our 12 pack. We keep rocking and rolling. And uh, we've, we're really uh, we're working on some some new new countries. You know, we've got a map that we keep in the U.S. So we'd love to get a you know artist from all 50 states. Our good friend Heidi at 48 Beer Project kind of allows us to be a little more liberal with that. But we're gonna you know try to be tried and true and get somebody from all over the, the U.S. and you know go from there. So, without further ado, it's part two. Maggie Gagliardi right here on the 16 ounce canvas. You know it. It is the art of craft beer podcast. If I know the story correctly, the way you teamed up with them is that they they were doing something with three sheets. They were taking submissions for for art and not not that you you know I don't think you didn't win that contest, but they loved your work so much that they reached out to you and needed figured a way to work together. Is that correct? Yeah, I gotta give the shout out to Sarah Scranton over at Three Sheets for this. Um, I entered the competition. They were doing a can design for what I need to survive, which was their Imperial IPA. <laughs> so I just, you know, I was like, oh, whatever, it's, I'll do it. Um, so I did a chupacabra, like going after a goat, because, you know, they need blood to survive. Thought it was a good, a good pun. Um, I did not win, um, but a lovely artist, Kate Hyatt, she won with an awesome version. Um, so that's what you'll see on the cans now. But after that, they contacted me with uh, playing with fire, which they thought was a good fit for my style. Um, And that's where that started. Uh, And then I did most recently Celestial Dirt Nap. Yeah, which is dope with like the the, the (laughs) Yeah, that's, yeah, the octopus, which is like, it's, yeah, it's killer. So yeah, it's great. It's, uh, it was some song or something. And I looked up the cover and it was like a picture of a gnome in space. Um, I don't even know if that's the right thing I'm looking up, but I figured, hey, if that gnome didn't make it, this is this is how we went. So it's basically a space parasite who <laughs> ate through a space helmet. Totally PG. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're drinking the beer, it's 21 plus, so whatever. Yeah, it's fine. You're, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. That's but cool. I love that they just like, I talked to Tiffany. She's the one that sends me all the stuff over there and she'll just give me the title. She's like, do whatever you want. I'm like really yep <laughs> so that that's cool too that's like the dream job is just the go-ahead now how now what is the what is the timing on that so it's just like celestial dirt nap go for it and then it's how long do you have till you know two weeks two weeks all right yep yep and so. if you if you go on uh, maggie's instagram she describes it as, as her latest weirdo design so yeah it's it's, 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 it's <laughs> It's a very technical, it's a very technical, you know, theory, uh, d- description of, yes. of that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
And, you know, talking about the beer acts too, like I also do work for Soundview. So that whole community like works together in more ways than one. I did a a monster for them too, for their winter rules can. Uh, I did a lot of uh, like landscape stuff, like more traditional looking cans for them since they rebranded. Um, and then they're like, oh, we got this off-season series. We want Monster. <laughs> so, again, it's like, go for it. The dream. The dream to just start drawing. Yeah, you and your Monsters, right? I mean, you're like, you're, you're finding your niche. People love your Monsters. So, I mean, I definitely think that <laughs> your uh, your Monsters book is, uh, seems like a, inevitable at this point. It's just, it's bound to happen. Yeah, following the dream. <laughs> it was all a dream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So do you like, are you a beer drinker? Do you enjoy the beers? Yeah, I do. You know, I never really drank beer or much of anything um, until I was in grad school. I had some rum and coke. Uh, <laughs> that was my first, you know, drink in the It was all downhill the world. Yeah. yeah. But then once the craft beer started coming out, like, I taste more than I drink. Like, I will taste mm-hmm. anything. I will try anything. It doesn't matter what kind of beer it is. If I like it, I like it. That's a good I can way. probably only drink two beers, though, and that's it. Yeah, that is the only problem. <laughs> some very these, much a some lightweight. These, some, well, some of these beers are pretty strong, and so it's it's kind of you have to kind of find a happy balance. So, yeah, I was, yeah. Like, I was like to like to share if, if someone's down to share one. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have to share. That's why those fat orange cat glasses are the best, because you can share a can in two and be done. Excellent. And folks, <laughs> let's plug again, MaggieGagliardi.com. There's some, uh, some of the, the squad. You can buy some prints on the, on the website, which is awesome. Um, most of, a lot, there's a good amount of, there's a good monster uh, amount there, so that's pretty good. You can get a Owie Yowie, Spaghetti Yeti, Skunk Cabbage <laughs> Ape. That's a technical name. Paper Plane Pendic. Yep. Whew, paper Plane... I can't do one fit <laughs> on the website. It says paper plane <laughs> pendic print. I was trying to go for it. Like, ah, I got in my head on that one. I was super. I was gotcha. like, yeah, you did. I was like, I got this. And then you got grass, man. We got honeycomb, honeycomb, uh, <laughs> bone collector, Bermanu, wild yep. Western man, balsam fur, Bigfoot and Minnesota Iceman. Yeah. Or men. Iceman, Iceman. And more to come. <laughs> well, that's exciting. That's I'm working exciting. on the coffee bean Batitude for Purgatory Coffee Roasters in Middletown. Very cool place as well. Did a show there. Nice people. Cool vibes. Not beer, but coffee's just as good. Yeah. I think coffee and beer are pretty as close as it gets. You know, you, you have a, that's right. depending on how many of the <laughs> one you have, you might need a couple of the other. But now. <laughs> Now you currently, um, we have to give a plug. Uh, we love what they're you know doing over at Three Sheets. So you currently have a show there running through the end of May. Is that correct? Yes. So what what what, yes. what, should, what can folks expect to to see there? Um, I have eleven of the Squatch Squad pieces there. Um, they're all friends. They're limited edition prints. Um, yeah. So if you want it framed, that's the place to go. Otherwise, if you buy them online, they come just as the print. Um, so it's a, it's a good chance to get it all done at once. But it's like a Pokemon got to catch them all type thing. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I think that two of them are already sold as far as I know. But that was as of April 13th. So I'm sure there's a lot more there. And if you go there and you really like one, you want it framed, just let me know. I can take care of that for you she's got a girl yeah they hook it up. <laughs> and yeah. before we have the other thing we're talking about in maine that we can't talk about but we will i guess exclusively be able to announce this one that at the end of december well for the month of december we'll be doing the art of craft beer uh connecticut edition at uh three sheets art in the back we're you know we're working with them over there well more details to come but um we will uh we will beg and plead for, for Maggie to be a part of that show. So, uh, there, yeah. So there we go. I'll be there. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> so it's wonderful because we try every season to like, we have so many great Connecticut artists that we try not to have too many. We literally could do a whole season. You know, we, we, we keep this ongoing Excel file of all the great artists that we want to have or have had and, you know, 
And the Connecticut numbers continue just to kind of expand with all these new breweries and new opportunities. So it should be uh, it should be a lot of fun. But uh, man, we we love our our CT beer crew, and it's uh, we we appreciate it, all that all that you do. So thank you. <laughs> Very cool. So, given that you're you're a teacher, you know, kind of, you know, what kind of advice would you give for somebody who's, you know, I think depending on your upbringing and where you're coming from, you know, supporting of art and design has different, you know, people people think of it differently or don't think of it as, you know, as your traditional quote unquote career. What kind of, you know, what kind of advice would you give to somebody, you know, for they're at that who's you know, not really sure what they should do with their, you know, their something they love or their passion. Um, I would say be yourself, be weird, keep fighting. I mean, I've had to fight for everything, being a female, being, going up for jobs against artists that are probably 10 times better than me all the time. But, you know, don't take rejection as a bad thing. Take it as (laughs) spite for the next project. (laughs) That way, again, you're really only competing against yourself. Um, and don't let it get you down. If you don't get the project you want, it, you'll get the next one or the next one. You just kind of got to keep going. It'll happen as long as you don't give up. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, how do you I mean? You, you've got a pretty good zen to you. you know, I think you're pretty <laughs> self-aware, honest. You know, that's, that's hard. I mean, I think one of the things I've learned from interviewing folks like yourself is like rejection is pretty common. And so it's, you know, whatever we see as your outputs – you know, there's, you know, tons of briefs or projects that you submitted for that you, you don't win, you know, and like I, I just, I admire that because I, I would, I know I'd be really bad at it. I'd, I'd cry a lot and I'd feel really bad about myself. And I would, I mean, I would, I, I would love to think I'd be cool about it, but I, I mean, I guess eventually you kind of just get a little tread in the tires and you kind of get used to it. But it definitely, I admire that. And it's, it's a common theme I hear from some of the best artists we speak to is, you know, the ability to kind of as they say, you know, you know, brush it off and it's, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how you do it, but uh, you know, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a stepping stone into the next, the next big thing. And if someone, yeah. And if someone, and if someone fucks with you, you just make a monster, just, you know, destroy them. Right. I mean, that's right. kind of like the next, right. right. It's like, yeah, you were an asshole. You are now being eaten by a, you know, a tin can monster. Who's going to, you know, exactly. open, open your head like a can of, can of soda. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And in honest, all honesty, like that's another reason I kind of started this project too. When I was a kid, my dad used to like sit me down on Saturdays and make me watch like the eighties horror films, um, <laughs> which would terrify me like Pumpkinhead and that stuff. Oh, so yeah. basically like creating <laughs> monsters in my own way is almost like telling my inner child, Oh, they're not so scary. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 as a father, I think of the movies my father let me watch when I was their age, and like I, I, and it's like, I mean, and he's a marriage of family therapist. Like I don't know what he, I think, I realized early, he wasn't when I was earlier on. So I think I think I was like a test case. Like he was kind of figuring out stuff. He'd like learn it in class and then come home and be like, oh, like I remember he, always in the car he'd ask me all these really weird open ended questions, and I was like, dad, just can we just like get, talk to him like a human? Like what is going on? But we, yeah, I used to be able to watch Friday the Thirteenth and. Freddy Krueger, and I was like, I was probably eight to ten years old. Like it wasn't, it wasn't that great of an idea at the time. You know, yeah, I, I do yeah. not like horror movies now. I don't like them at all. I don't either. I like, I like creepy and like spooky, but no gore, no horror. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not watching <laughs> Saw. I'm not watching like the hostile. None of that stuff. No way. Nope. Eh. I'm actually, you know, the scariest movie to me is actually Gremlins. <laughs> I can't look at Gizmo. <laughs> can't do it. Real, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I try. I, 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 that was good. That was my. I was gonna watch it. My, I, I call Gizmo. He's so cute. We watch with the kids, and <laughs> and my sons are like what, freaking out. And I was like, oh, this is probably did not age as well as I thought it did. And we, yeah. you know, right when he gets wet, and it's all story. it's all downhill. It's pretty freaky. I mean, yep. he's cute as hell in that little Porsche, whatever. But like, yeah. After mm-hmm. that, it's like when they start, it's gross. I'm not trying to freak you out. It's just yep. disgusting. Yeah. Horrifying. Yeah, pretty much. I agree with that. And it was like a hugely like that was definitely directed towards children, like without a doubt, yep. the branding. Yep. <laughs> See, I like your monsters because I feel like they would—they're kind of like the 
the fun, sensitive, but will still destroy you, like strong characters. Like they probably have like funny voices and stuff. So like your animation background, I would love to, I'd love to know what they sound like. I think that would be interesting. Yeah, that would be fun. Although animating those oh, it'd be hell. strands of spaghetti <laughs> right. might be a little much. Owie owie with all those band-aids. He does have a nice yeah. butt, though. Owie yeah, he does have a nice he butt. Does. So he's we, showing we, some donk. Um, yeah, I lo- yeah. I, <laughs> my yeah. students love that one, and everybody who's like bought a print of that, it always ends up in their bathroom, or like right outside their bathroom. Okay, like the perfect spot. <laughs> yeah, it has a little of the um, the whatever. What is what is the sun? Is it the sun made? I want to say or rubber something with the girl the. The, the classic with the dogs biting the girl, like her shorts down and shows oh, her tail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a yeah. little, has a little uh, vibe of that. The sunscreen? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean, yeah, but it has a little of that too, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of the name off the right? top of my head. Right? Yeah, it's like, a, uh, it's like an iconic <laughs> branding, whatever. Anyway. Yep. I can't think of the word I want to say half the time anyways, so I'm happy I've gotten this far. Yeah, we're doing this, uh, Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, one of the questions that we like to ask is, and I'm kind of, because since you're in the car, you, know, you said you listen to some podcasts and what have you, um, Six Sounds Canvas, plug, plug, plug. Um, what kind of, do you have certain music? What's the kind of, the, do you have any, when you're creating, do you have certain, what's like, what's it, the sound? Do you work in silence? You know, what's what's the vibe like for that? Um. Well, it depends. Like in the car, on my long drives, like I have to blast like, some hard rock just to get me through those <laughs> 4 a.m. drives and stay awake. So 4 a.m.? 4 a.m.? Oh, God. Queens of the Stone Age, uh, Kings of Leon, like uh, Muse, anything with like a really <laughs> keep you up kind of vibe. Um, when I'm working, it depends. Um, I'm better when I'm like listening to somebody talk to me, like when I'm working in my studio, whether that's like a podcast or like TV. I honestly like, I don't watch TV. I listen to TV and I have no idea what's going on half the time, but it's just like the fact that somebody's in the room talking to me is what kind of keeps me going. I kind of zone out when I'm working on stuff anyways. So no matter what's playing or on TV, it's, I'm not going to retain it. <laughs> okay. So what's uh, all right. So music, why, what's some of your favorite bands? We like to, we like to customize the episode. And so obviously you got some hard rock Boy. going on. Well, I mean, people will laugh, but I have loved Maroon 5 forever. I don't care. I mean, their jams are good. They've never had, like, a bad song that I couldn't work to. Um, They're kind of the same song, though. It's like it's like 10 years. Oh, yeah, it's like but ten- it's the same beat, <laughs> yeah. and it yeah. kind of, like, keeps going. They're smart, um, man. They, like, they figured out a way to go back yeah. to, I mean, like, their Super Bowl halftime was, I could have done without it, but, like, it's, a, it's impressive because I, like, having worked in music, like, they found it. I mean, yeah, the melody, like it's almost the same exact. It like riffs a, ch- a bit, and yeah, it's kind of it's like it's literally like you could just play them back to back, and you wouldn't be sure where what song it was, except oh, yeah, who the, except who, except who the guest was. So, yeah, right. and, and he seems like he's, <laughs> while he likes to get like, take his clothes off all the time, I mean, he's a good looking dude, and like he he's figured out his nice little niche for himself. So, I'll give it yeah, up. Yeah. He's on Howard yeah, Stern all the time, and, uh, and he's a pretty good dude. So it's like you you want to rip <laughs> on him, then he's on Stern. Who if he was a kind of a dick or was kind of cheesy he would rip it he would kind of tear him oh, up yeah. and, and he was on there i was like fuck i kind of like this guy i know you can't not like him um uh, other than that uh mumford and sons oh so good i saw them saw on this, them in harford yeah that was i saw like a dream concert yeah i saw oh them in, God, saw them so in philly that same tour and it was it was phenomenal like the stage yeah. in the round oh so good yeah that's like that's like my go-to um and then if i'm feeling country We'll go with Lil Zach Brown. All right. All right. That's cool. Yeah, I like the Ava brothers a lot, kind of in that Mumford. Yeah, they're that, good, that, too. That Mumford vibe. And, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, you should check out Margot Price. That's one of our new ones. Right. It's one of our new recommendations. She's a great – she's she's badass. She's kind of like – it's a, you know, she's a great storyteller. You know, talks about drinking whiskey and tequila and, you know, that. And then it's just kind of – she's a great song about um, – which is – weird transition from whiskey but like pay inequality you know it's called like pay gap and it's basically just kind of like a you know f you to everybody which is great and so yeah she's just mm-hmm. it's it's wonderful like just the use of words and choices to tell like great stories and yeah she just uh she's on break now she just had a kid but she's she's killer cool 
And if you like music, and you seem like you have an Irish last name, I even do. though my last name is Italian, uh, my brother's actually an Irish folk musician out of All Providence, right. Rhode Island. Plug, 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 he's let's go. Band, he's in a band called the Vox Hunters. V-O-X? Him and his partner. Yep, V-O-X. Right. Him and his partner, Armand. Uh, they have a duo. They go all around New England. They're pretty good, too. I mean, I had to grow up with my brother learning how to play the concertina um, as a kid. Uh, he started playing in bars when he was, like, 12 years old <laughs> with a bunch of old, like, Irish bands from around here. So <laughs> it's been it's been an entertaining life for me, that's for sure. But, yeah, the Vox Hunters out of Providence, Rhode Island, the good dudes. The Vox Hunters like on, on Instagram, thevoxhunters.com. We'll, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll uh, take a track from them. We'll, we'll play that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, that's just, that just shows like, you know, kudos to your parents, right? You know, your, your brother's in an Irish folk music band, you know, and you're, you're making art and like, you know, they're, you're, you're living your truest selves, which is, you know, as a, as a parent, that's all I can hope for. And so, you know, whatever that is. So, you know, good on you and, you know, a little nod to the folks. San, sans the horror movie thing. I mean, for parents out there, do not make your kids watch horror movies. It's just not, a, it's not a good uh, yeah, yeah, it's probably not a good idea. But I mean, even to this day, like any any time there's any kind of weird creature sighting that you see online, my dad's the first one to send it to me. Did you see this? There you go. All right. Well, <laughs> so I, ta- I take it back. Going. I mean, you are making you know your your prints are monsters, so it's uh it's debatable. Yeah. So I apologize. He basically, dad. he inspired it way back when. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somehow. You're exporting your nightmares on a paper. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, and it, what, is there anything that you're currently working on, you know, Maggie? Obviously, it's kind of a under it's kind of a uh, under <laughs> understatement. I mean, what aren't you working on? But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm in my last week of classes for the semester, so just kind of like riding that out. And then I got that mural that'll probably pick up either next week or the week after. So I'm doing sketches for that. Uh, I'm working on another monster per usual. I usually am working on like two or three at a time because I take forever and my attention span is not always there to just work on one. I like to bounce around between things, but yeah, that's about what's going on right now. What kind of, what kind of teacher would your students say you are? Like, what's like, what's that like? What kind of teacher would they say? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're one of Maggie's students, drop, just shoot us a DM or AJ at 16 ounce canvas. I mean, Yeah. I'd be curious. My wife's oh, a teacher. They so will I, too. That's yeah. the scary part. Um, yeah, I'll let them do that. <laughs> All right, cool. We'll have, like, we'll have like a little follow-up like augment episode. Like, you know, if we, I wish yeah, we had a... follow me online anyways, so I'll post it and they'll respond. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, if we had like a hotline, I'd just say like, leave you know, leave your comments on the hotline. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but wait till after the semester in case you're, you know, you don't want to impact your grade. Or, yeah, or maybe yeah. they'll try to brown nose. Who knows? My well, reviews. <laughs> yeah, right. My semester reviews. Oh, bless your heart on that. I don't. I don't. You know, I don't envy that. There's a there's a couple of times <laughs> a year my wife is like grading papers and then having to fill out the report card. It's like terrible. They still have to do like phys- <laughs> they still have to do them like physically. It's like the most asinine, Ugh. antiquated thing ever. Ugh. No. Yeah, I'm like just data entry. Online. Exactly. So yeah, you're doing it right. It. Well, yeah, you have all these brand new buildings over at Sacred Heart. So I hope to God they figured out how to. Input grades, oh, yeah. Input yeah. Grades. They actually have the easiest system of all the schools I've taught at. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward, thankfully. Well, good. Yeah. I've, I've, I've taken some classes. So. I've taken some classes over there. What are they? The Pioneers? Is that what they are? That's like another weird. Yeah. Yeah. Such a weird. Yeah. The Pioneers. They got like Davy Crockett as their mascot. Oh, God. All right. Well, maybe you should. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they, maybe they can call on you to rebrand it. Maybe. Yeah. Modernize yeah. it. Have it be the Sasquatch one, or something. Yeah. One can only hope. There I mean, that's a great, that's a great college uh, mascot right there. The Pioneer. Hey, does anybody have that? The Sasquatch? Like a Bigfoot, a Bigfoot uh, mascot? I don't know. They should, like, you know, we should they make should, up a fake college, sure. just like, like, like Trump Especially University. like in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> like, just make, have them made up college. They go to a couple classes online and just be, be the, the Sasquatches. Now be everyone's like, you know. Yeah, all classes will be American folklore. 
Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, you and get your brother. Storytelling and oh. yeah, you, your brother can write the songs. Like, be, there you go, done. Like, yeah. you know, soundtrack. Perfect. There we go, done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I just want like one, I just want one percent. That's all I ask. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Maggie. I really, you know, admire all that you're doing. I'm just, you know, I'm excited that we'll be able to collaborate in the future. The fact you're, in, you know, in Connecticut with such a booming craft scene, you know, anything we can do to help with that book become reality, you know, please, you know, you're part of the the family or the alumni now, and uh, we just really appreciate all you do and. You know, look forward to your, you know, your, the next story you tell us. Or, you know, you know, again, thanks so much. Well, thank you again. So, uh, such a cool thing to be a part of, and hope to see a lot more good stuff coming from from you guys too. It's just me bringing us all together. <laughs> yeah, well, the true. royal, well, the ro- you, as you the know, the royal we is, is such a, is such a wonderful thing to use. You know, the royal we is my yeah. is probably the greatest technique yeah. I've ever learned. Yes. All right. <laughs> Well, that's a wrap. We're good. It wasn't so painful, right? No, it was good. And there you have it, folks. Episode 111, Maggie Gagliardi, right here on the 16-ounce canvas, one of Connecticut's finest. Maggie's work, not the podcast. I don't even know if folks know if we're in Connecticut. Um, hey, we are the Nutmeg State. Reminds me of kind of like Wayne's World when they go to you know Delaware. Hey, look at me, I'm in Delaware. I don't know. We'll probably get some uh, negative feedback on the wonderful world of Connecticut. But with that said, it is uh, officially allergy season, so I apologize if a little stuffy. You know, we're recording this. Uh, Claritin is not kicked in. Some drugs are good, and so you know, just. Uh, it's not you. It's not your recording. It is my nose. So this has been episode 111. Remember to check out Maggie's work at Mag's Art on Instagram and Maggie Gagliardi on her worldwide webpage. Her webpage. You can find there some more information about the uh, Squatch Squad. Again, we won't do that seven times as fast, but I will not. Um, I would be lying if I didn't say I tried it, and it's uh, quite difficult. So if you want to do that and record it and send it in, Squatch Squad, Squatch Squad, you know, please send it over to us but make sure you order some prints support your local artist we'd love to uh hear from you if you're uh, in maggie's class what kind of teacher is maggie and uh, we just want to thank you once again for being a part of this wonderful project we are a community and we are building this together and so thank you so much thank you for your time and until next week we are out it's getting warm out there folks it's a beautiful thing until next time And as a bonus track, we are excited to introduce you to the Vox Hunters. Got to keep it in the family. So without further ado, you're listening to the Vox Hunters right here on the 16-ounce canvas. What will we do if we have no money? Oh, true lovers, what will we do then? Only hawk through the town for a hungry crown And we'll yodel it over again What will we do if I marry a tinker? Oh, true lovers, what will we do then? Only sell a tin can and walk on with my man And we'll yodel it over again What will we do if we have no money? All true lovers, what will we do then? Only hawk through the town for a hungry crown And we'll yodel it over again What will we do if I marry a soldier? Oh, true lovers, what will we do then? Only handle his gun 
and we'll fight for the fun, and we'll yodel it over again. What will we do if we have no money? Oh, true lovers, what will we do then? Only hawk through the town for a hungry crown, and we'll yodel it over again. What will we do if I have a young daughter? Oh, true lovers, what will we do then? Only take her in hand and walk on with my man And we'll yodel it over again What will we do if we have no money? Oh, true lovers, what will we do then? Only hawk through the town for a hungry crown And we'll yodel it over again Yodel it over again